you know, everyone and their mother is starting a podcast, so why not start a podcast with your mother? (laughs) Welcome to Strong Bond. We are a mother-daughter fitness duo here to help make your journey a little easier. There are so many misconceptions and misinformation out there when it comes to overall health and fitness. You can achieve a healthy balance in your life without feeling restricted or obsessing about food and the scale. So come hang with us and learn what it truly means to take care of your body from the inside out. What's up guys? My name's Corinne. I'm Chrisanne. And welcome back to Strong Bond Podcast. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a while. It has been a while. I feel guilty over it. But you're so busy, girl. It's Trips just, and... Yeah. It's it's a time where January's always busy for me. It's mm-hmm. my busy season. And I got to put my clients first with everything. So this has kind of been on the back burner. But now that we've gotten settled in, got back from Florida, those of you that follow me on social media, you saw that... Our Florida trip was a little tragic. Oh my gosh. You go down to Florida the only time that it's like winter weather down there. Oh yeah. Like we we got picked up by an Uber driver and he was like, Y'all know that it's like as cold as it is up there and I was just like, um, no, it's like ten degrees up in Pittsburgh, so give me a little bit of something. I mean, I guess even forty or fifty is better than what we were having. Like three degrees. I mean it was We had, like, genuinely one nice day where we were able to be in a hot tub. The sun was, like, right on us. And it was hilarious. Like, the people that we were with actually got sunburned from it. Um, But the next day is kind of when things all went downhill. Bobby ended up getting food poisoning. And I would not wish that upon anyone. I've never had it before. And, like, watching that, I was like, "Oh, oh, my gosh. But it was, like, in a way, a blessing because... The people we were with loved to drink, and I can't keep up whatsoever. So it was nice getting back and not being ridiculously hungover and just starting my week fresh. And, like, yeah, so. Well, still, I mean, while you were sitting in that hot tub and the sun shining upon you, I was shoveling snow on right. my driveway. So, yeah. Gotta what, look at the positives. You gotta look at the positives. Right? <laughs> and I saw palm trees. That's, like, <laughs> the one thing I wanted to see. You know, if I never saw snow again, I would not be. Some people love the snow. I would not be sad whatsoever. I think, never saw it again. I, I 100% agree. Like, I feel like we both belong down yeah. south yeah. 100%. But, you know, family is up here, which is hard. But, like, I think with people that do live in the south, they're like, I just miss the seasons. And I get that. But, like, look, it was down to 40-something. There's your winter. Who cares? I don't like, think it ever really gets like that down there. I mean, I lived in Jacksonville. Yeah. And that is more north, too. That's more north. And there was one time we saw, I saw, I was driving to work, and I saw, I mean, like, flurries. They were just, like, scattered. I'm like, oh, was that a flurry? Like, I was shocked. People were pulling off the road. I'm like, wait, what's going on? (laughs) They, the Uber driver said they haven't seen snow in Tampa since, and I could be wrong, I think it was, like, 1977 or something like that. It's been that long. I believe it down there, yeah. Now, Jacksonville, that's a different story. Right. I don't think they get snow like that, but, yeah. I mean, the panic I saw in a couple flurries, I'm like, wait, why are people pulling off the road? I didn't know it was from the snow. And here in Pittsburgh, people are just driving through Mm. a winter storm, and it's no big deal whatsoever, but, oh. 
My car anxiety. Well, we better not get rain tomorrow. I, I gotta go get, or not rain. We're gonna get rain. It better not turn to snow. I gotta go get Pepsi. I know. Dropped her off this morning, guys. For, guys, um, if you've if you've listened to, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. If you've listened to our, our prior episodes, we always talk about her dogs, Tootsie and Pepsi. They're little Bichon Shih Tzus, and they're the cutest little teddy bear dogs you'll ever see in your life. And Pepsi's been struggling. She had we what we thought was a what are her a spine spine so she wasn't using her back legs she was just pulling herself and we were like what the heck is going on we took Pepsi to the emergency room because she wasn't using her back leg long story short we found somebody who um, was a specialist for it, actually he is called a neurologist but you know he just checks the spine yeah and he uh, he said that nothing's wrong with her spine like her spine is fine um that it's her knees so this whole time this poor dog it was her knees so both knees it was a degenerative thing where both the acl on both of her knees is just gone Mm -hmm. so her femur is like sliding down her tibula when she would stand it makes sense because you could just see it in her back but once she stood up and the bone was like on top of the bone it wasn't sliding it it would well, slid down and it stays. Mm-hmm. She can actually stand, but it's the whole process of pulling herself up using her legs. She oh, couldn't. Poor thing. Oh, it's so sad. She's gonna be fine. You pick her up tomorrow morning, and I'm sure all the vets are gonna love her because she's the sweetest thing in the world. She is the sweetest <laughs> thing in the world. I'm just trying to figure out how do you get a dog to stand up to pee or poo when it's got two, yeah. like two knee surgeries. You're gonna have your hands <laughs> full within these next couple weeks. I have a feeling. Yeah, I mean, puppy pads everywhere (laughs) (laughs) well guys in this episode we are going to get into if you haven't seen the title that's what you're here for it's going to be the five things we wished we knew before starting our fitness journey because we've made so many mistakes oh my gosh i've made way more than you (laughs) way more but i followed in your footsteps a little so i don't i mean there's things i would change but there's things that i just wouldn't change i guess like you appreciate the knowledge more now and it's a learning experience that we're able to share with you guys well and i appreciate knowing the knowledge so i can warn you yeah like because i'm suffering with some massive health issues because of my mistakes right abuse this is this has been a month of like you just getting a lot of answers with things i mean if you've seen our or listened to our previous episodes just solely talking about my mom's health issues with her gut and what she struggled with in the past. She's getting a lot of answers Mm -hmm. um, that we have been searching for for so long. We got answers for Pepsi. We got answers for my dad's knee. Like, it's just a month of answers. So I I really think there is light at the end of the tunnel with all of this. And we're going to get into, you know, some of the things that she has been struggling with due to the fact of her mistakes in the past. Um, And we don't want you guys to do these mistakes. A lot of people listening are my age. They're around 26 or maybe a little bit older or younger. And this is a time where you can screw yourself up and deal with the repercussions that you're dealing with now. So right now, guys, because of my abuse of the things we were talking about, I have um, hypothyroidism to the point of Hashimoto's. So I have an autoimmune disease and I also have Addison's disease, which is also another autoimmune disease. And if I kept going down the road that I was going, 
She could have died. I would have had autoimmune diseases coming off the wazoo. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I got tested for lupus one time. I was on the brink of getting lupus. I remember that. And thank God they were like, no. But, you know, there were so many signs that I had it. Thank God maybe I stopped my insanity before I would, you know, actually get lupus. But when you, once you have one autoimmune disease, and it's just your body attacking itself, you're going to get more. So if you keep going down that road and ignore it, the Lord only knows what you can end up like, you know, and I'm just right now grateful that, like I said, we found out and now I can't work out guys and I cannot fast. I have to eat six times a day. I don't know how hard that is for me to do. You have no idea. I can't like, I can't stand snacking and grazing all day, but I have to do it because my blood sugar so, my cortisol so messed up that if my blood sugar gets out of whack in the least bit, I get migraines. So, and I don't sleep at night. It's insane. Right. It's so, literally insane. And it's just like, again, this all could have been prevented and this is where I want you guys to really take this all in and understand that this could be you and what she's dealing with. Granite, we're so thankful that she has these answers now mm -hmm. and she's able to help heal herself naturally too. So number one, guys, and this is, this is number one for a reason, how much food your body actually needs to properly function. Yeah, I wish I would have known that. It's so common with the women that I'm working with now, I would say 90% of them are not eating enough. If you only knew lack of nutrition and how it hurts your hormones and everything else when you're young and sets you up for menopause and everything else, you wouldn't calorie restrict. You, At all. Your hormones are like when you're, you're calorie restricting because you want to lose weight. But your hormones are what tell, what constitutes what you're going to lose, how you're going to lose your weight. And if you screw them up, I don't care if you go to 800 calorie a day, you're going to get, you're not going to lose weight. Right. Because your hormones are so screwed up. They need nutrition. And your body doesn't trust you. If I would have anymore. known about nutrition like that when I was younger, I wouldn't have, believe it or not, guys, I wouldn't have stretch marks because that's not normal. Your body's not supposed to do that. That's lack of fat in your diet. That's lack of nutrition. And I was on a fat-free diet my entire life because I grew up in the 80s and 90s. Um, then your hormones, people think that menopause is normal, <laughs> that everyone's going to go through it, I should say. No. People think menopause is nor is agony, like it is going to be a horrible thing. Everybody expects it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Because menopause is more of you not taking care of yourself and calorie restricting and dieting and exercising out the wazoo, your hormones get screwed up. So when you get older, all these things start to happen and you think it's menopause and I'm honey, it's really not. You're, but people are supposed to go get older, lose their period, but not go through hell. Right. It's just a change but of people life. have accepted, but they think it's going to happen. Right. But they've accepted it because everybody is nutritionally deficient. Whether it, you could be eating a lot of calories and still be nutritionally deficient, You're not eating the correct calories, exactly. <laughs> which exactly. goes into macros, and that's what I really have to teach my clients, guys. What a macro is, if you don't know, it's a macronutrient that is your carbs, proteins, and your fats. And like she was saying, the calories that add up are the macros that you are eating. And if you know you're constantly just eating 
carbs and fats 24 7 and not having enough protein in your diet yeah your health can deteriorate from that too but the importance that you guys need to know is if you're just completely lost and you've just been realizing like you have not been eating enough for a really long time well what's going to happen as soon as you start eating more yeah you're going to gain weight mm -hmm. it's a normal thing wow. That's your metabolism. Your body doesn't trust you. And I'm not going to say that your metabolism is damaged because I went through the same exact thing. Yeah. When we did intermittent fasting, and I believe intermittent fasting has so many benefits if it's done properly yeah. um, and more of like a natural way of living. And if I could just add, intermittent fasting is not for everybody. And it's not, no. Yeah. And that's the problem is the social media, everybody Trends, out there, doctors. is that's the answer to everything. And I'm sorry, guys, intermittent fasting has a thousand benefits in it for healthy people. It's good, but I'm sorry. It was totally wrong for me. And I wish somebody would have told me because everyone said it would, it would cure my Hashimoto's. It would yeah. cure my thyroid. Well, what they didn't know is, and what I didn't know is I have adrenal problems there when you cannot produce cortisol and you're stressing your body out. You're just going down a dark, a dark hole that... And it, she had no idea. I had no idea. We were drinking the intermittent fasting Kool-Aid, let me tell you. Oh, we did. But <laughs> like, nobody warned me about having adrenal issues or, you know, they that this was a healthy stress. This wasn't, you know, this wasn't going to hurt me. And here it was the worst thing I could do for myself. And it wasn't... Thyroid problems isn't, you know, that doesn't happen because of intermittent fasting or you can you know you can't heal your thyroid with intermittent fasting thyroid problems happen from lack of calories lack of nutrition that's how thyroid problems happen right and with intermittent fasting comes with just the lack well of that's calories. how you lose the weight right because you're condensing your eating window so you're not eating as much so and that's another problem with intermittent fasting people aren't eating enough in their eating window and yeah yeah you're losing weight but at what cost Oh, the cost the of right getting sick, mm -hmm. ruining your metabolism, because this was me, and gaining all the weight back, and then it's impossible to get it off at that point, mm -hmm. because you have to slowly build your calories back up, and right. oh my gosh, I, I hated it. It was like I, I got to my goal weight, I was feeling great, and then all of these health issues started to come into place. And I thought the answer was restrict more, restrict more. Well, right, exactly. And it if, wasn't. You know, that, that was our, mo our motto and that's our mistake. If something wasn't working, if something stopped working, then we have to do it harder. Like, you know, I have to intermittent fast more. I have to calorie restrict more. I have to, you know, count my macros more, whatever. We just kind of, you know, when something's not working, just take a step back and be like, okay. <laughs> What is that thing that people say when you keep doing the same thing over insanity. and over again? It's insanity. It's insanity. It's and expecting a different result. Right. Right. It's literally what we were doing. So with this, guys, being the number one thing, it, it really is you need to eat enough. And if you are lost with where you don't know how much your body needs, there are so many um, calculators out there that you can go on the internet to see when you put in your information. However, this is where it's different you there there are so many different ones and they're all going to give you different numbers and you're going to be so confused on it but what you guys really need to do and what i help with my clients is i first have to see how much they are eating i make them track just randomly i don't have them following any numbers i just say like what how much are you getting in 
Then when I get to that point and see where their metabolism's at, we can decide, well, we have to build our calories or we can go right into the weight loss phase of this. Um, so it's going to be different for everyone. And when it comes to using these calculators, you know, my fitness pal, it's going to tell you to eat 1200 calories. Guys, 1200 calories is the bare minimum. Like no one should be eating that low. That is for a toddler. You need to eat more than that. So if you are at that point right now, you are not going to lose any more weight. And you're gonna damage your hormones. 100%. Yeah, and this is gonna set you up for some, some pretty big things in the future as far as health issues. Well, and this is gonna go into correlation with number two, um, and you could speak on a lot of this. Being too strict will not get you any further than someone that is just balanced. And we don't even have to talk, we don't even have to talk about food here. We could talk about um, exercise. Because this is one of my biggest mistakes was, um, yeah, I knew I loved HIT when it first came out. High intensity interval training, pushing yourself to the max and then resting. For a short amount of time. For a short resting. amount of time resting. I did the long distance cardio thing and it did not work for me. Um, I had some health issues over that and I just didn't like it. Like I'm... I pushed myself to do the long distance running, but I never really enjoyed it. You know how I feel about it. Right. I don't do it. <laughs> right, exactly. So when someone told me, oh, you can do a sprint and stop and, you know, or... You get do, all these benefits. You get all these benefits. And I, I, the first time I heard of it, I remember, and it's Dr. McCola. If you guys know him, he's pretty famous, Dr. McCola. He came out with it. and I followed him years ago when he first came out. And he said, yeah, but you do it. 20 minutes max, two times a week. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that I just didn't pay attention to, and I should have. Because <laughs> it was, oh my gosh, doing it for an hour every day, sometimes two times a day, like, it felt good, and I could do it. And, it, again, if it feels good and you do it, like, and, you know, do it more. She and you're not losing weight. Do. do it more. Oh. We would be on vacation, okay? Oh vacation where you're supposed to relax and not do much, right? Oh, no, not with our family. We were out there on the beach doing all of these HIIT workouts, taking the stairs every time. Elevators are for, you know, wimps. Wimps. We, we do stairs. We, we're on the 23rd floor. <laughs> we're running the steps after we've been at the beach all day. Right. After our HIIT, after our lifting, we, we would lift. We would go do HIIT on the beach. And then we would do climb the stairs to go back to the room every single time. What the heck's wrong with me? And then barely eat on top of it. <laughs> no, we didn't eat during the day. We no. were fasting, went through at the beach, and then we went out to dinner on right. the boardwalk. But we walked for miles on the boardwalk. And you're not feeling your body. <laughs> and it's like being strict with yeah. exercise, like just overdoing it, guys. You got to work smarter, not harder. It's, it's not about like that no pain, no gain. Like, I don't want to hear that. That is the worst advice anyone could give well, you. Let me back that up just a little bit. So it, to get muscle growth, you do have to challenge yourself. We get that. But the problem is we did it too much. There's, and did it in the wrong way. And did it in the wrong way. Exactly. Um, it's we, an addictive feeling. You get all those yes. endorphins. Yes. It's a very normal thing to think when you're pushing your body and your heart rate's up constantly, you feel like... I, I'm doing something like yeah. this is hard, but it's like it feels good at the same time. You can legit go to the gym two times a week and push each muscle as hard as you can and rest and recover and build a fantastic body. You legit can do that. 
you don't need cardio. Walk if you want to. You know what I mean? If you hate cardio, don't do it. Yeah, don't. But people push themselves to do it. You don't have to. Go for a nice walk. If you can't walk outside like we can't right now, go for a walk <laughs> on the treadmill, whatever. But it just, if I could go back, I would do what I enjoy. And what I enjoy is weightlifting and walking. Yeah. I enjoy that. That's I got I'm... addicted to hip because I thought that that was going to give me those results of the perfect like you know comp the perfect body composition of like leanness but muscle uh-uh no. all it did was ruin my, my adrenals get to to switch to now like talking about exercise being too strict it's more of like overly excessive it's not going to get you any further no. um and on the nutrition side of things guys when you're following a specific diet or a specific challenge and, you know, making sure you're not eating the, you're not allowed to have sugar, you're not allowed to have salt, not allowed to have fats, what that does to you? Well, um, how many diets would you say that you have perfected to a T and did you see much change within oh, your no. health? I mean, and I'm, I'm extremely anal, so I, I do whenever I've, read about a new diet or whatever i followed it to a t and i here's the thing with diets the first couple of weeks you always feel like it's working yeah and Cause then because it, it technically is you're right. seeing changes right and then it's always like that third or fourth week you're just like nothing's working and then your weight's coming back on and then yeah yeah the nothing. motivation kind of goes away too with it a little bit right because it gets it gets hard i mean you know, you can restrict for so long because you got these like endorphins, like I'm starting this new diet and I'm gonna, you know, be perfect at it. And then it just wears away. Some people it wears away in about three days. <laughs> yes, some people it does. Right. Um, you, it takes months, but yes. it eventually does catch yes. up to you. Right. So it's just like understanding and like, to give you guys an example, I was, um, when I was in my bodybuilding days and doing shows, you know, I had a very strict, strict diet that I had to follow. But again, the motivation, yeah, was weight loss, but it was like, my butt's gonna be on a show in a bikini. And everyone knew you were doing that. And everyone oh, yeah. knew. So it's like, you know, I, I was like, I just have to listen to exactly what my trainer says and do it to an absolute T. And guys, I'm telling you, I it, it wouldn't have mattered if I would have just let myself be a little bit more balanced. Now it is different with shows because you are being judged on your appearance and it's not healthy in my opinion whatsoever. But we have heard people who have done it more balanced. Yeah. And, and they were fine they were and their fine. hormones weren't jacked up. Right. I mean, me being 18 years old and I didn't have a period, like that's where the health concerns really happen. And if I would have kept going down that route, I would be right where my mom is and maybe even worse, honestly. Okay. It was crazy though, cause guys in my head, I was like, I don't care. I'll do whatever it takes to lose this weight and to look this way, whether it's healthy or unhealthy, I don't care. And this I know is in your head right now of just, you wanna get the weight off and you feel gross and you're just like, I wanna be more confident and it doesn't matter, I just want it off. When you have that mindset and you're only worried about the physique aspect, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're never gonna be satisfied. You're always gonna be wanting more and more and more and you're never happy well, with the end result. I think when you get that in your mind, then you become obsessed and then food becomes an obsession. And how are you supposed to lose weight when food is your obsession? 
you can't. Yeah. You have to have a clear mind. You think of it all the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah, You just kind of got to let go. You're developing an eating disorder just from doing it that way. If you are someone right now that is on a specific diet, you know it's worked in the past. Maybe it's not working as good right now. There's a reason for that. (laughs) It's just cool what you just said. It worked in the past. Think about what you just said. You don't want to do that because it's going to stop working. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to do something that you could do the rest of your life. That's, you don't... Right. Exactly. But like, people don't look at it like that. It's being... Healthy, balanced lifestyle is too hard. It's too hard to put in all the work. It's easier to do a quick fix, to get the weight off, and then you figure out how to live a balanced and lifestyle. Right. And that's <laughs> the problem with my personality. So, like we were talking about, you know, number one, how much food your body needs to properly function is going to be so important as you're starting your fitness journey. Being too strict is not going to get you any further than someone that is balanced. And number three is going to be the importance of following a workout program. So we're going back into the workout cell. Mm -hmm. So if your goals, everyone has different goals when it comes to just working out in general. If your goal is to lose weight and tone up, you know, see a little bit of definition, then you need to get strategic with how you're working out. And diet. And diet. Because I think weight loss is diet. I think working out is building muscle. You burn some calories, I get it, and you complement what you're trying to achieve. But, you know, and I think our lesson learned, what we've done wrong, is we never had a strategic plan of point A to point B. Correct. We never did. So there's a lot of people that just, like, love workout classes because they don't have to think they just do it Mm -hmm. and it's a community Mm -hmm. and I totally understand that however I do think they are people are getting praised doing hundreds of classes if you are someone that your body is just not changing whatsoever and you're doing the same workouts over and over and over again number one our bodies are very smart they adapt I did, guys, I would run on the treadmill 45 minutes two times a day and wouldn't lose a pound because my body was so used to it because I lowered my metabolism so ridiculous, a ridiculous amount. You had to increase your appetite tremendously by doing that too. Yeah. And that's another thing. The yeah. more you're working out, your body's going to send that signal like, hey, and feed you me. are not going to be able to control it. No. I don't care. If biology takes over and you will eat. Right. It's, yeah. It needs it. So like when it comes to just like, you know, determining your goals, if your goal is just to get out and get some movement in, I think workout classes are very beneficial. Um, but I also think they're good in moderation of doing it maybe two, three times max. You do not need to be going every single day doing two classes a day. It's not necessary at all. It's just, you know, they got to make money too. And that's their way of getting you in the door and, you know, promising you that you're going to look a certain way after doing all this. It's all money making. Yes. They have to make money. So they're just going to convince you that, you know, the more classes you do and the more you stay there, the, you know, the better you're going to look. I don't know what your goals are. I mean, if your goals are, like you said, to, for a community to be with people and, you Most know, women to want feel, to tone up. Feel, yeah, exactly. Just feel good. And by all means, do the classes. But if your goals are a different body composition and you're not getting there, then... You're not going to get the... that, And that's what I was trying to make. You're not going to get the body composition you want solely doing workout classes like that are 
very like very cardio like spin high intensity oh, no. pure, like bar classes well, then you got the hormone wrecking things that you're talking about again i mean these guys these are very high cortisol producing activities running i mean we we i, I don't know in the world that i'm in everyone has admitted that running is not as healthy as what was once you know portrayed granted there are some people that have lost a ton of weight with running and it has changed their lives i understand that but we're talking about like you're out you're out there running five miles a day and you're not getting anywhere and actually i've seen people put on weight doing this mm -hmm. and what's happening their body's adjusting they're wrecking their hormones and their appetite is going through the roof. You guarantee it. Right. It, and if you're getting triggered by listening to us kind of, I'm not trying to bash workout classes at all, but I'm just trying to get you to understand I did them. I was doing hit classes all the time. It wasn't that that was giving me the body composition that I was looking for. And that's what I'm just trying to get to with you guys. Obviously, we were doing HIIT classes every single day of our lives. And we had to resort to intermittent fasting to lose our weight. Do you remember? Yes. So it wasn't the classes. It was, The classes were not. And I, I could, I mean, I've seen it for years. People come in. They do these classes. They bust their butts. They're there every single day. And they're not losing a pound. Right. And the way we lost weight with it was to starve ourselves. I mean, that's what we did. <laughs> Pretty much. We ate one time a day. Yeah. Like, you and know. And that's so bad to think back. Like, my gosh. You, well, this is why one. I have all the health issues that I have. Right. And, like, and not even just hit classes. Because I know those are huge right now. Bar classes. Pilates classes. Yes, they are so good for you to move your body and for your mental health. I am not bashing that whatsoever. But. If you are trying to tone up and see definition, you need more resistance because it is resistant workouts, but five pounds, two pounds, that's not going to do anything for you. Yeah, it's going to maybe make you feel a little bit stronger in the beginning, which is great. Again, I'm not trying to bash this, but if you are trying to get to the point of like looking the physique that you want in that body composition, you got to move some heavy weights. The problem I believe is money honestly when it comes down to it just like our food industry in shape magazine or in muscle and fitness and all this stuff they're not going to tell you that you're able to do resistance training two times a week push yourself to the max keep it within 30 minutes and you're done they're not going to say that because they're not going to make money because they're not going to be able to make articles after articles on how well how you should work out what you should do and I mean when it comes down to it you really only need a few days a week of some serious resistance, heavy, you know, heavy training. And watching yourself get stronger. The right. progressive overload. You know, maybe I started off with doing a bicep curl with five pounds. Then I went up to 10. Then I went up to 12. That is how you're going to build that muscle. And you're staying consistent with doing that exercise. And ladies, you won't get bulky. You no, will no, not no, get no. bulky doing that <laughs> unless you want to like increase your calorie intake to 5,000 calories a day and jack up yourself with some testosterone is the only time you're going to get bulky. It's right. not going to be because you're lifting heavy weights. And there's women out there that will claim that they do feel bulky because they are lifting heavy weights. Then that's where you need to check in with your diet. And I, I just heard this um, lady talk about it and she was bashing it and saying like, you know, I just do better with like the lightweight stuff and that's just what she likes. That's fine and all, but she said she was getting inflammation from lifting heavy. 
That's not true. <laughs> Why can you get information from I don't lifting know, but Unless felt, you're lifting completely she wrong. She felt, like, inflamed, and she said she was feeling bloated. I'm like, that's nothing to do with what lifting. you're lifting. Lifting. Like, yeah, at she, all. Yeah, that's, yeah, she's just associated it with the wrong thing. It's I'm just sorry. misinformation. Information is from, like, an injury. Like, you yeah. can't. It, it just Well, you will get. Okay. When you, when you damage your muscle by lifting, it is going to get a little inflamed. But I'm sorry, not to the point where you're going to see it. No. I mean. When you're feeling sore, you know, your muscle fibers, they tear. And you got to properly feel your body, which, where we messed up, we never fueled our bodies. Guys, I, I've been lifting for years. I should honestly have more muscle than I do. But it's because st- we starved ourselves for so long mm-hmm. that I never fueled my body properly. Going back to number one. That I wasn't seeing the results. Or take the rest to let the body build. If, if you're yeah. not resting so after true. you're working out, I mean, <laughs> again, mistakes. <laughs> I mean, I would lift, 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 lift. I was sore and I'm like, oh, well, I can lift through the soreness. And not only that, I come home and I clean, 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 walk, 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 do this, do that, do this. There wasn't a time that I, I sat down until it was eight o'clock at night. And I just wanted to watch, like, one of my favorite shows or something, and that's when I rested. And if I could go back. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is where it's so important for you guys to really listen to us. Like, I'm, I feel like I am coming off as a little defensive, but it's just because, like, I don't want you to go through this at all. And there is so much misinformation out there, and people are going to, like, people are going to drill it in your head yeah. that they are right. We've gone through it. Especially if they can make money off of it. 100%. And here's the thing. Like, yes, I am a coach. Yes, that's how I make a living. But I'm going to put your health first. Mm -hmm. I have had to turn down clients that, you know, I don't think are necessarily ready. They're not in the right mental space. Like, it's, I care about your health being number one. Well, and honestly, in your defense, I think the route that you went with coaching is at 10 times harder than a keto coach, than a intermittent fasting coach. Because these people, it's like, they do have the best interest in, in people's mind. But if we went down the road, just say we d- decided we, because we were so about intermittent fasting and we were going to be coaches for intermittent fasting. And when I think about what I could have done to somebody that it happened to me, I think, oh my God, I'm so glad I didn't go down that road. Yeah. It's just, these things that you're doing right now to yourself, guys, doing excessive cardio, putting that before weights, you're thinking, well, I need to lose fat first and then gain muscle. No. Mm-hmm. You need to gain muscle first because, number one, the more muscle you have in your body, the faster your metabolism is, which will equal into fat loss, which is great. It's the best feeling getting stronger, too. Like Oh, it is. I, I, it's such an it, empowering feeling. I love it. It is feeling. It, makes you, it gives you in a better mood. It is. There's so many healthy things about exercising, but weight loss isn't one of them. Get it out of your head. You're, it's not... Separate... And this is one of my biggest mistakes. And I still have to do it, in a sense, in my head. Separate health... And weight loss. And weight loss. Honestly. Because the weight loss will come... If you are concentrating on health. Yeah. But don't use exercise for weight loss. And that's what I really have to um, really explain to my clients, like especially those that are so low in calories. We're not focusing on weight loss right now. We're focusing on healing their metabolism first to get them to a healthy point to lose weight correctly. 
and when you are in the like losing weight phase, mental health can be difficult because yes, you are in a caloric deficit. You could be hungry and be fighting those like hunger cues, but when you're doing it in a right balanced way of, you know, allowing yourself to get off of your plan to enjoy foods that you genuinely like, because we're going to get into number five now, which is you can 100% eat the foods that you love and still lose weight. And, you know, I have just given credit to the doctor that I'm working with right now. Um, I love her her approach on the 2030. I'm all right. On the um, 80-20, where... 80% of the time, you know, probably a little bit more like 95% of the time for me when I'm home and I, you know, and I can eat what I'm supposed to be eating to help heal myself. But if I get invited to somebody's house, if there's an occasion, if there's, you know, New Year's Eve, whatever, I was allowed, like, go ahead and have those foods that you want. I didn't go berserk because I didn't want to feel like crap because right. I'm eating so clean. Because that is one thing, guys. You get used to eating really good, healthy food, and you have some processed food. And sometimes it may not feel that good. But but the fact that I can do it mentally without feeling so much guilt right. and enjoy it. And even alcohol, to this point, if I, you know, I want to have a drink, it's not this, like, I'm going to wreck everything and I'm going to ruin everything. It, it, I'm okay. And I'll be fine. And it's not going to mess up everything that I've been working on. So the, I love her for that reason. Oh, yeah. The, the guilt is going to make you gain weight more than the actual food. I've said that. It's funny that you said that. I have said that to clients. Like, there was... I use chocolate cake all the time. I'm like, you had a piece of chocolate cake and you feel that guilty. You just gained five pounds. If you have a <laughs> piece of chocolate, chocolate cake, cake and drop it and say, that was delicious and I'm good... You're not going to gain a pound. I swear by that. It, and it's really hard to get out of that mindset. Like that ha that's a huge mindset shift that you have to go through and you have to allow yourself to have those social experiences to order the food and find that food freedom. It is the best feeling in the world. Like, I mean, on Sunday we came back from Florida and mind you, I drank a lot of skinny marks, ate what I wanted down there. Um, and I didn't work out whatsoever. Sunday comes, we didn't have any food in the house. Bobby just like threw up, I don't, can't, can't even tell you how much food. He wanted a lot of calories. We ordered pizza, wings, and I got a Wendy's Frosty. The next day, did I beat myself up by starving myself, by doing a bunch of cardio? No. I had the best workout of my life because I had all those carbs mm -hmm. to use. And I went about my day just eating like normal and went back to eating my whole foods that I typically have. And if I were to think still right now, oh my gosh, I had that frosty. Oh my gosh, I had that pizza. That's what's going to mess you up. Mm -hmm. It takes time and it takes experiences to purposely get off your plan sometimes and learn. It's okay. And that's where the one thing that is really great about when you're, you get your metabolism to a point that it's healthy and you're eating that much. When you do, sometimes we're going to overdo it. I overdid it on Sunday with the amount of pizza that I had. And I didn't, well, I don't step on the scale because I just don't think it's a good measure of progress in my opinion, but I didn't feel any different the next day. If I was the person that was still intermittent fasting and mm -hmm. very, very low in my calories, you would see it in my face. I would gain weight very quickly because what your body's doing, guys, is it's holding on to it because it's like, she just fed me. I'm, I got to hold on to this because I don't want to be starved again. Mm -hmm. 
it's a survival mechanism for our bodies that we have to go through. So I hope it, you guys like really took this all in and like- It was a lot. It, it is a lot. We're both just very passionate about this because number one, I've seen what my mom has gone through and all her health issues that is caused from just simply restricting and over-exercising. Um, you gotta work smarter, not harder, like I had said, and learn that feeling balance and food freedom is the best feeling in the world. And it's okay to rest too. You gotta, you guys gotta know. I mean, everyone thinks that we all need to be super like Wonder Woman. Go go go. Go go go. Every the house is perfect. Everything's done. You got this. You got that. You're an achiever. You look good. You're, you know, there's so much pressure on women. So much pressure. And it's just like, you know what? It's okay to take a nap in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. It's okay to sit down and watch a sitcom in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> and it's it's okay. It's, it's okay like, to be lazy. Right. 100%. And I never realized the importance of rest. And yeah. now, I, now I do. Now she does. Now I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. If you did like this and got anything out of this, please give us that five-star review. It helps us so much get this message out there that so many people are missing in order to just live a happy, balanced life. So I think that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So guys, until next time, we will see you. Bye.